Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. A little later in the show, we're going to have a conversation about historically black colleges and universities. Uh, We're going to talk about the role that they play uh, in America today and how that role may be changing. Uh, If you remember, just recently, Betsy DeVos, Secretary of Education, made a bit of a controversy when she talked about her view of what HBCUs did in the past and what they do today. Today we want to talk with some folks who are a little more familiar with the subject uh, about what is going on at HBCUs. It is a time of change and in some cases uh, real desperation for HBCUs. We want to get to the heart of what that change looks like and how those institutions can preserve themselves into the future. So you're going to want to stay tuned to that conversation. It'll start off at about half past the hour. Also remember that uh, if you have to step away from your radio or for any reason, you don't have to miss out on Detroit Today. You can always go to iTunes or wherever it is that you download podcasts. You download and subscribe to Detroit Today. Take us with you and listen to us when you are ready. Up first today, lawmakers at the state capitol are wrangling again with the issue of auto insurance rates across the state. Michigan, of course, has some of the highest auto insurance rates in the country, and Detroit has the highest average rates of any city in the whole United States. But why? What is it that's driving up the cost of insuring a car here more than other places in the country. It's something that we don't talk a whole lot about, even though all of us, I think, are accustomed to complaining about the rates we pay, uh, leaning on elected officials to try to address that problem. But we don't ever really drill down much on what it is that's making those rates so high. Uh, There are a number of different factors, but uh, according to recent reporting in Crane's Detroit Business, there is one thing that is more responsible than others. And that's where we start the show today with Chad Livengood. He is a reporter at Crane's Detroit Business and author of that recent coverage. Chad, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, Also, give us a call if you want to join the conversation. Talk about your insurance rates. Talk about how, uh, why you think uh, you may be paying more than people in other places. Uh, Are your insurance rates really high? Uh, What does that mean for you and your family? Does that mean that you think about maybe not having insurance on your car because uh, you can't afford it? One of the tensions that exists in cities like Detroit, people driving around without insurance because they can't afford it, but they have to have a car. They have to use a vehicle to get to work, to get to school, to get their kids to school. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phone. That's 313-577-1019. Call and tell us about your interaction with insurance companies, uh, what your rates look like. Have you or someone you know been really badly injured in a car accident, uh, for instance, and are you worried about what uh, insurance reform might mean for people uh, like that? Uh, uh, All of these issues swirl around uh, this question of auto insurance rates. Uh, Chad, I want to start uh, off with your reporting, which I thought was was quite, uh, quite interesting and substantive. In, in trying to identify which parts of the insurance that we buy. And I don't know that everybody always understands that here in the state of Michigan, that your insurance policy is about several different things. 
but there's one part of that policy that is driving costs more than the other. It's the it's the mandatory uh, part of the policy, right. which the is the one you have to have. You have to buy personal injury protection in Michigan, so that if you're in an accident, uh, your medical bills or, your, or the driver or the other passengers in the other cars medical bills are paid for under what we call the no fault system. So, so there's no there's no litigation between drivers over who's at fault and who has to pay the bill. Um, all all insurance companies pay that bill. And what we did, and I went and looked into um, w- the industry-wide data that they submit all the insurance companies that, that, that um, do business in Michigan, submit every year to the National Association of Insurance Commissioners. This is really the only publicly available data on how much is spent every year in different categories and how much is taken in. And what, what we found was in 2000, well, this is the most o- oldest year going back, was available – 22% of all premium dollars collected was for personal injury protection, and 46% of all of the premium dollars collected was for collision. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next biggest, uh, the, and then comprehensive was 19% that year. 14 years later, in 2013, the most uh, recent year available of data, it totally flipped. It went to a, a PIP, a personal injury protection, went from 22% to 52%. And collision went from 46% to 27% of the dollars. And the amount of increases uh, that went on in, in, these, in these categories um, was really striking. Uh, the personal injury protection premiums that were collected um, from all drivers went up 278%. Mm-hmm. At the same time, collision um, actually went down by nearly 6% during this 14-year period. So people... So that tells you either, you know, car, we know that there were a few accidents overall. Uh, cars are safer than they were um, uh, 14, 15 years ago. And at the same time, the number of drivers actually in accidents with claims went down by 10,000 um, drivers, uh, 20% drop. So we, we the, the, the cost driver here um, all revolves around Michigan's unlimited medical benefits. And, and how those benefits continue to go up. The cost per driver from 2000 was, was under 25000 and by 2013, it was over 75000 So it triples in a 14-year period. And, and the other big no-fault states had, had decreases or, or, or stagnant costs. They haven't seen the same kinds of They have increases. not seen anything so, near this. So then get to the idea of what makes Michigan so different. What's the explanation for why... We are seeing these increases in personal injury protection, and other people are not. Well, we have this system where where we have an uncapped amount of, of money that can be spent on your on your benefits for your medical care after you're in a car accident, and and there's not only uncapped um, uh, lifetime amount, but also there's no there's little to no cost containment involved in this system. Um, the, the, uh, hospitals and medical providers and clinics and doctors. They charge some of their highest rates, if not the highest rates they can charge or will charge, to a a a, um, a person who has comes in with an injury and has auto insurance paying for it, yeah. and all the um, uh, cost containments we have in other por- par- types of modern healthcare. 
I mean, Medicare has a, has a set rate schedule. Medicaid has a set rate schedule. Workers' comp. Blue Cross comes in and, and negotiates and mates. And we all, everyone who has private insurance knows this. There's a network of, of providers and doctors you can go to. Um, all those cost containment measures that are built into the healthcare system don't exist in, in medical no-fault uh, from car accidents. And so the, the, um, they have a couple different factors going on. You have uh, these accidents where the, the doctors can charge whatever, and then you have a proliferation of lawsuits um, going on. We've talked about that before. But um, in this same time period, as all these, um, these premium dollars are escalating in PIP, um, there's also been a 130% 10-year uh, increase in the number of lawsuits over first-party injuries. And remember, this no-fault system was designed in the early 70s to take out, take out litigation in the system. And what, what has resulted in the last decade or so is that there's increased litigation uh, over medical benefits, and yeah. that seems to be driving up the price. Yeah. Uh, but that litigation aspect, we're all familiar with that, right? We all see the billboards uh, yep. all, all over southeast Michigan in particular. We hear the commercials. Is that something that's unique? to Detroit and Michigan and and not in other places is that not are are those those lawyers and firms not praying and I, I, I'm going to use that that word a little cautiously on other uh, citizens in other states in quite the same way well not that I'm aware of there is there's certainly are there's still personal injury lawsuits personal injury attorneys in every state obviously sure. um because uh you know if you get um you know exposed to asbestos or some uh type of workplace uh um uh, mishap you, you, you know there's going to be someone there to 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 sue on your behalf um but we do have um a seemingly a heavy concentration and that's one of the criticisms here of the system that that with 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 sort of an unlimited um and and unchecked um, medical benefit. Um, it's it's been it's open to the the possibility that people can try to exploit that, and that's one of the that's one of the criticisms that comes of all this is that that these um, uh, pri- these attorneys will come in and and they can they can routinely uh, sue on your behalf and then get you a certain settlement and benefit, and then they take a third of the of of what the settlement is, um, and that's. That's uh, a, you know a, a sort of an industry that has grown out of this yeah. uh, yeah. system. Yeah, uh, we're also joined now by Mike Wilkinson, a reporter with Bridge Magazine, worked with Chad on the data part of uh, the story. Mike, welcome to Detroit today. Good morning. Yeah, uh, talk about what that data tells us. What does the sort of data picture look like when you look at a city like Detroit and these rates? One of the things that that is kind of striking about Michigan is how you know these higher costs then get distributed to motorists. So you know, the, you know, the state has allowed insurers for a long time to set territorial rates and, and charge them more just because of where you garage your car, where mm-hmm. you live. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in the past, it had been very limited. Um, no two adjoining territories could have a 10% difference, and statewide there could be only a 45% difference between the highest and the lowest. Well, that's been kind of thrown out the window, um, and be- in part because the insurers claimed that the outstate uh, um, uh, carriers were able to had such an advantage over the ones who covered in Detroit because of those higher costs, because of those lawsuits. Um, so what you see then is, you know, with throughout Metro Detroit, before it used to be just kind of so- slow- solely within. Detroit, south of eight mile, inside the borders of the city. And these rates where people for PIP itself were paying four times what you would pay if you lived a mile farther north. And this is, you know, let's be clear, 
if, if you're a good driver, um, you don't have a bad record, um, you have a, a new car, and, and everything is equal, um, you will still pay four times more for that coverage in certain areas of Detroit than you would in, in, in uh, northern Macomb County or, or northern Oakland County. Um, this, this, is, this is after all those other discounts that you get. Or, or in fact, you know, if you're a young person, you, you pay a little bit more um, for some things. So this is just solely because of where you live. But what's happened is the, the boundaries of, you know, if you look at a map that we put online at bridgemi.com, and it's also on cranes, if you look at it, the boundaries of red, which is where you're paying a premium, you're paying additional money, it has snaked into Macomb County. It has snaked into Oakland County. So larger portions of the population are paying these higher fees. Uh, and, 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 you know, they're not in most places to the rates of the highest places in, in Wayne County in right. Detroit, which is right. three times. Um, but but they're approaching it, and a lot of it's driven by these claims costs. And I think Chad shared with me earlier uh, about you know the the rising numbers of the. You asked about you know is Detroit the only area with these these billboard attorneys, which is a common complaint uh, among you know the advocates for keeping the system. Um, you don't see these lawsuits in in great numbers in Kent County, do you? I mean, you you, you but you start seeing them in Macomb County, uh-huh. um, large increases in Oakland County which had solely kind of been a province of Wayne. So you know, people are getting punished for where they live, and they're getting great discounts for where they live. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's parts of Grand Rapids where you get 70% off of your PIP because you live in Grand Rapids. Right, right. That same person, if they moved to, to the northeast side of Detroit, would, would, get, would pay four times more. Wow. And wow. it's just because of where they live. It's not yeah. their race. It's not their credit history. It's not their driving record. It's, it's geography. Just, it's just geography. Yeah. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number to join the conversation. We're talking about what it is that makes your insurance rates, your auto insurance rates, the highest in the state of Michigan. If you live in Detroit, uh, the highest in the United States in some cases. Uh, what is your experience with auto rates? Uh, what do you think should be done about it? Uh, do you know someone who's had to take advantage of uh, the personal injury protection that we get in our auto insurance coverage, and uh, tell us how important you think that coverage is uh, when that happens. Uh, again, three one three five seven seven one zero one nine. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. Let's go to Kim in Dearborn. Kim, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, welcome. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm calling because I. this is something I've talked to both our U.S. rep and my state rep about. Um, my policy, my auto insurance policy, was put to a random audit by my auto insurance carrier about four years ago. And um, after that, they the rate skyrocketed. And after I pursued it, I discovered it was because... Um, my mother is on Medicare. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother lives with me. I, I pay her insurance, her car insurance. And um, it basically came down to uh, something to do with Medicare not covering um, auto accident injuries. Huh. So my rates now, I'm just getting ready to renew for six months. Um, my rates are almost as much as a paycheck, what I pay in six months. So. For a full year of coverage, I'm paying almost a month's worth of salary. Wow, wow, and yeah. and and you feel like that's driven by the the specific incidents here, correct? The, the specific what? I'm sorry. The specific uh, the specific incidents with uh, with your mother. Uh, I know it is. 
I mean, you know, I've pushed it. I've talked to uh, personal injury lawyers. I've talked to legislators. The state blames the feds. The feds blame the state. And it, it has to do with uh, Medicare uh-huh. huh. and the fact that Medicare, um, as long as, you know, your, your work health insurance would cover auto-related injuries, then the insurance company uh, doesn't have to be the primary payer. Right. But right. with Medicare, Medicare won't do that. So the auto insurer becomes the primary payer. Right. Uh, Kim, thanks very much for calling and sharing that story. Chad, that's a little bit of a different wrinkle from yeah. what we're talking about. But it, it, it again, I think, it reflects a system that does not have a, a reasonable way to deal with these issues. This is one of the issues that uh, Mayor Mike Duggan is trying to get at, um, that, that Michigan is the only state, uh, as he contends, that, that you can't use your Medicare benefits to uh, to cover auto um, accident injuries or, or or part of that PIP and what what this bill this uh, uh, I believe it's House Bill fifty one thirty I'm drawing the blank on that one but mm-hmm. um, but um, th- this House bill that uh, Representative Lana Tice is sponsoring that uh, Mayor Duggan and House Speaker Tom Leonard are working on is it would allow you to uh, senior to to use your uh, Medicare in lieu of PIP they contend that would save uh, a lot of people a lot of money. Uh, particularly if you are driving an older vehicle that you're just driving with PLPD mm-hmm. and you're, uh, you're a fixed income senior. Um, at the same time, they also want to let you, if you have um, some type of private health insurance uh, for um, uh, for life through uh, an employer, uh, to use that in lieu of PIP as well uh, And at age 62 and essentially opt out of PIP. And the whole idea here is if, if you start taking costs out of the system, start taking liability out of the system, that it that will drive down the price uh, inevitably. While everybody else, if you take away um, just just the uh, you know, the uh, the unlimited benefits and 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 fewer people pay you know having to um, pay into a system that they could actually get benefits uh, for the same type of some of the some of the same type of of, of care elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Now I should note you can't get the type of attendant care and long-term uh, care in nursing homes uh, if you're in a car accident through Medicare like you can in, in no fault. So that's one of the criticisms is that we're going to be kicking more and more people into the Medicaid system. And in uh, the House Fiscal Agency uh, analysis of, the, of Duggan's proposal is that it would be $150 million more per year wow. after 10 years uh, to the Medicaid system, and which is already pretty tenuous. So you have um, – there is going to be a cost shift. You're going to – if you're going to get rid of this somewhere – you're either going to cost shift it or you're going to, you know, you know, um, gore somebody's ox here. Right. right. Uh, Mike, when you talk about the, the differences between places like Grand Rapids and Detroit, uh, one of the things that lurks in the back of that uh, that sort of comparison is the issue of race and as well the issue of class, uh, economic mm-hmm. class. Grand Rapids is not as poor a city as Detroit. It's not as black a city as as Detroit. Lots of people believe that that that's part of what drives this this difference. Geography is, of course, about race in the state of Michigan. Uh, is that a fair uh, a fair layer to add to this discussion? It, it absolutely is. There's if you look at Metro Detroit and you and you see where the the higher rates have 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 gone up, uh, it is into the part of Oakland County where you have a large uh, African American population same thing in, in Macomb County but it's not completely it's not completely connected you are now seeing it in Sterling Heights all the way up to Utica in Macomb County and conversely I mean there are um, substantially black parts of Grand Rapids 
and and they get discounts. Um, uh, there are parts of Kalamazoo that are that are uh, largely African American. They get discounts. Mm-hmm. Um, Flint, you do see the the premium charges. You know, but so it's not solely race. It does seem it's more uh, a metro Detroit phenomenon. Um, you know, the metro Detroit area, the tri county area, Oakland, Wayne, and Macomb, very high rates, um, and and. You see it also as in Flint, but there are other parts of the state that the the, 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 the racial component does not match. Um, I've looked at it before, tried to you know see if there was a what, what was the rela- what was the relationship? Was it a one to one relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it wasn't. It looks like it, that might be a little stronger now, you know, given the encroachment into um, the southern tier of of, war, of uh, Macomb and into Oakland. But I mean, it, it might be more class. It might be you know these people might be uh, the ones who are more susceptible to the to the the claim from the billboard. Right. Um, you know, they need the help. I mean, they, 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 you know, they get in an accident, they, 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 they want the lost wages um, to be con- to compensate from them. So, uh, uh, but it is, when you look at the map, uh, um, uh, it does raise some serious questions because, you know, east side of Detroit, um, really high rates, as, you know, looking at the map now, very red. Um, and then Gross Point, it's all green. Right. You know, uh, as soon as you, you know, cross that border. Yeah. Two, uh, it's Mack Avenue is, uh, is a divide that right. is, uh, Aligned um, with the the money for insurance companies. Yeah. So um, to yeah. your ahead, earlier Jay. caller's uh, point or question, in, in this data that Mike has pulled out of AAA from Michigan, most recent data, they are going to charge in East Dearborn a hundred and twenty six percent above the base rate for personal injury protection if you live in East Dearborn. If you versus live West Dearborn, West Dearborn. It is uh, it is a twenty five uh, fifteen to twenty five percent discount mm-hmm. depending on where you live in West Dearborn. Right. Um, so so that's just a difference in the disparities on one end of one town that's closer to the, the, on the Detroit side. Sure. And then you get out of out of West Dearborn, you go into Inkster, and um, and and you're paying one hundred and fifteen thousand uh, percent above the right. um, of the um, right. the base rate. So East Dearborn and Inkster are far more diverse. Racially, economically, than West than Dearborn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you see those you see those examples all, all across uh, the region. You know, up in you know, Royal Oak to, to Southfield, one's getting punished um, with a higher rate, and one's getting a discount, a very steep discount, like in the Pleasant Ridge uh, area. So yeah. I don't know if these people don't get in accidents or they don't file claims, but uh, they uh, definitely get. But they're get getting rewarded a with a discount with insurance. Yeah, uh, Michael and Troy, you're up next. Welcome to Detroit today. Hi, yeah. Um, my question is kind of interesting because you already touched on it a little bit, but okay. um, I'll still ask you just in case there was anything else. But if we had some kind of universal health care across the whole U.S., would that not take away the burden from the car insurance companies? Yeah. Because, you know, short of like, uh, I guess you sort of touched on it, which is the health care, so, like the hospice or nursing stuff. Right, but, right. Well, it's, it's, it would relieve uh, cost pressure is what, what I would think would happen. I mean, costs for, for health care across the board would go down, which would uh, de- sort of make it easier for insurance companies to not have to charge these things. I, th- I think that's right. Um, but, Michael, I appreciate the call uh, and the question there. Let's go to let's go to Jeff in Gross Point. Jeff, welcome to Detroit Today. You there, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking my call, Stephen. Sure. You have a fantastic show. I don't know what I'd do without it. Oh, thank you. Um, my uh, my comment is just a is just that my wife and I left St. Clair Shores uh, in 2014, moved to Gross Point, roughly three miles away from where we lived in St. Clair Shores, and our insurance rates went up. Now, granted, it was from the same company. I did not shop around. It was just a switch from from 
point A to point B. Mm-hmm. But it went up roughly 40 to 45% just by strictly moving across mm-hmm. the eight-mile barrier, still east of Mac Avenue, but south of eight miles. Wow. Wow. I mean, uh, there again, it, it, it points to this idea that geography has everything to do with it. <clears throat> and in your case, Jeff, I mean, St. Clair Shores uh, is is not terribly different from Gross Point uh, when it comes to, to racial makeup or economics is probably a little a little poorer than, than uh, Gross Point economically. But again, that eight mile uh, uh, dividing line, which is so important culturally, but then also uh, apparently important in terms of Insurance, and this is why this is such a huge issue. It affects where it affects where people live. It affects, it's got to have an effect on real estate, um, and it it certainly affects people's decision whether to live in Detroit these days. Um, because if it, it it's a triple the cost, and and I looked at moving to Detroit and ended up in St. Clair Shores, mm-hmm. um, and, and one of the reasons was uh, besides schools, uh, was was the the, cost. the insurance rate. It's was really hard three to, times the cost. It's for, really hard for a family to sit around around the the, the kitchen table, so to speak. And cost out uh, your lives, for, you know, in Detroit versus someplace else, and decide on an economic basis that living in the city uh, is a is a better proposition. Uh, well, and another ahead, thing about the, about these high costs that are that are geographically, you know, based, you, people, you know, they'll they'll pay you the higher cost, but then they'll they'll take less coverage, so they won't get collision or they won't get comprehensive comprehensive. Right. So the, so so their their bill doesn't look as bad, but they've got less insurance. Now they, you have more risk. Yeah, you have you have the mandatory, but you know, if someone dings your car and or and and now now you can't afford to get it fixed, or you 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 went to the two thousand dollar deductible, you know, versus the five hundred. I mean, those are some of the other costs that you know. Yes, you can keep the cost down by declining some of the mandatory. I mean, the non mandatory coverages. You know, but you get, you're getting less of a product. And the other thing that we've, I think you've had people on the show before talk about how many people say their car is garaged in St. Clair Shores, but they live in Midtown or right. at their parents' right. house in you know, Canton or, or wherever. And, well, now they can't vote. So now you've got a, you know, a group of people in the city of Detroit that, that can't vote because you know, voting is tied to where you live. And then yeah. you don't want to you know, create that lie that we could create an uh, um, uh, uh, insurance fraud case. So, I mean, there, there are all these ripple effects that, that, that go on and on and on with re, in regards to insurance. Yeah. Okay. Chad Livengood, reporter at Cranes Detroit Business. Mike Wilkinson, reporter at Bridge Magazine. Thank you both for being here on Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Up next, we're going to talk about historically black colleges and universities, their role, and how those institutions might be changing. Stay with us on Detroit Today.